Welcome to the Small Business Sessions powered by Zero, And I'm delighted today not to be joined by one guest but three and for the first time ever a dog which we'll come on to in a moment but I'm delighted to have Hunter Collective co-founders here today Nico and Lacey and Helen from Square. We're going to talk about how all of that integrates with the Hunter Collective but also Hunter Collective dog Murphy is sitting on the floor which I'm just loving. I'm not quite sure what he's going to contribute today but uh, (laughs) he's looking happy as anything. So Hunter Collective, first of all tell me Nico and Lacey how did you get together? How did you meet? How did the business start? So Nico and I met when I was six months pregnant. My husband introduced us. Nico and my husband had worked in similar industries for a long time. And I was searching for the numbers person within my business idea. And Nico and I sat down for a coffee. It was supposed to be super relaxed, about 10 minutes worth. I thought he'd just get up and walk away once he saw (laughs) me, uh, this laboring woman. But four and a half hours later, we were still talking about the business. Nico went away and ran the numbers and came back very seriously. We both took a couple of weeks and then sat down and we've been working full time pretty much together since. Amazing. I love this. I was looking for the numbers man. (laughs) Nico, the numbers man. Yeah. So Lacey, tell us what the business is. So Hunter Collective is a co-working space for fashion and beauty experts. We're a beautiful 2,000 square foot space in Farringdon where we bring together everyone across the board, whether it's hair, lashes, nails, bloggers, vloggers, journalists, the whole thing that makes the uh, hair, fashion, beauty industry work. But we, you know, it's quite amazing how the business has actually evolved, starting out with that concept and now moving into events and doing more interesting things. But we're, we're really trying to change the way that freelancers work in that industry. Lovely. And how did you come up with the idea in the first place? So were you a freelancer looking for space and thought, actually, I can see a gap in the market? No, actually, I was completely employed uh, since I was 16 in the hair industry, been in it for almost 17 years. And I could see the women in my industry not being catered for if they wanted to go freelance, start a family or diversify their careers bringing in different aspects. So we do a lot of travel, we do a lot of photography, we do a lot of fashion, and that sometimes isn't um, catered for. So uh, I quit my job, kind of stamped my foot and walked out and just said, look, the industry needs to change. We need to evolve. We need to work more flexibly. We need to have a bit more transparency and we need to bring technology into our industry. And uh, I sat down and uh, two years later, here we are. Lovely. Two years later and everyone's still smiling, which has (laughs) got to be a good sign. So Nico, as the numbers man, uh, tell us how all of this makes commercial sense. So it's pretty simple, really. We're effectively, we run like a WeWork in, in many respects in that we have space that we rent out for a set price in a transparent way to our members that allows them to come in and run their own businesses. So we're not doing anything particularly complex. We have freelancers who have their own client base who they've established over a number of years. And what they wanted was somewhere flexible where they could work as and when they chose, but had the facilities of a salon. And then what Lacey's idea really brought to that was uh, facilities above and beyond what you expect in a salon. So we give them access to um, a hot desk area and a printer and a scanner, which sounds really kind of obvious. Basic, but, yeah, but you know, needed. If, yeah. you're a, if you're a freelance hairstylist mm. and you're going from um, appointment to appointment mobile, you don't have access to those things. So... What we try to do is professionalize the options available to freelancers, put them in an amazing space that um, Lacey had in her dreams and we and we kind of turned into reality. And then, yeah, just just make everything very simple and easy to use and obvious, I guess, which is kind of how we came across um, zero and square in the first place, because what we wanted to do was 
A, build a business that we could run, really, the two of us and Lacey's husband, Liam, who's a, a, a core part. But we needed something that did what we wanted to do very simply and that I could explain to, you know, can you explain how it works to your grandma while you go away and they can, and they <laughs> can look after it? Creatives, explaining yeah. it to creatives. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of how we we got around to it and we're going to come back on to square in particular but also maybe we'll have a chat about zero and how that helps with the accounting but just in terms of explaining it to your gran so take it i'm your gran can i come in and have my hair done at the hunter collective so you can yeah the way we operate is all of our members um have profiles on their website on our website rather so you can go on and you can and see you know we've got amazing colorists we've got people who just cut curly hair we've got people who deal with you know just afro hair we've kind of got Something you don't get in a regular salon where you're, you, Lacey can probably talk about this better, but we have, we have experts. Yeah. You know, she's taught me this now. So, um, <laughs> we have a series of experts, which you wouldn't necessarily find clustered together somewhere else, which is exactly what you'd find in a, a WeWork office or a, or a office group office. So yeah, you can go on our website, you can see who's available and it's basically up to them. You know, if their schedule's open, you can book in. We have members who are fully booked till December. So it really depends. You know, that's the kind of level of stylist we're working with. So yeah, you can, you can book directly on the website. But what we've tried to do is create an environment where people can run their own businesses. So if they want new members, they can you know, advertise with us. We'll, we'll publicize them on our own social media. But some of them don't. Some of them are very happy with the with their clientele they've built up. Absolutely. Yeah. And in terms of how it works with Square, so you're enabling your freelancers and members. So in the Hunter Collective, if I come in as a client, I can pay immediately and that money goes to the freelancer as opposed to Hunter Collective. Yeah, so we have two different setups. So <clears throat> Hunter Collective as a business exclusively uses Square for our payments um, because it integrates into Zero and it's just really easy. So everything that comes through Hunter Collective goes through Square. So if our freelancer comes in and uses the chair for an hour, they pay £20 for that hour. We charge that directly through Square. And then separately, because these freelancers are running their own business, they have their own payment systems they use. So we encourage them to use Square just because we love it and um, it's easy and it looks pretty if it's everyone's very using the same thing. Product, it's very beautiful product, So is Zero. So it's interesting, actually, because Zero yeah. Strapline is beautiful accounting software. So I love yeah. the fact that you describe Square as a beautiful product. It's important that it is beautiful because our market is very aesthetically based. Absolutely. Everybody's very visual. So if it doesn't look beautiful and you're client-facing, so if you're having your hair done and mm. our member has a beautiful product in front of them as much as their you know, hairdryer or whatever, you know, when you're coming to the end of your service and you're paying your bill, it has to look professional. And that's why this beautiful white box kind of hammers that home. And it, it works the same way on our reception. Everything looks very clean and the aesthetics of Hunter Collective are very strong. So like commercially for the creative side, not the numbers side, it worked really well for us. I like that. I wonder, Helen Prowse, was that anything in the design? I'm sure it probably was actually, knowing that Jack Dorsey is the founder because everything he creates is very aesthetically pleasing and very beautiful. But uh, was that why Square was designed? And for those listening who maybe don't know what Square is, get, tell us what it does. Absolutely. So Square is a way for small businesses to take card payments really, really easily. Uh, we were founded in 2009 in San Francisco by Jack Dorsey, who also founded Twitter. And we actually only came to the UK last year. So we're relatively new here. Our readers are beautiful. As Lacey says, we focus on building things that we think are really, really simple and clean and take the drama out of taking payments. So um, we charge a blended rate. So whether you are um, 
paying with an Amex, a Visa or a MasterCard, you pay 1.75% to Square for taking that card payment in person. And then if it's over the telephone or on the internet, it's 2.5%. So what that does is it makes it really simple for businesses to know how much they're going to be paying and then they get their money the next working day. So simplicity and simplicity in design, simplicity in, in when you get your money, simplicity in your fees are super, super important to us because actually people like Lacey who want to run a creative, beautifully, aesthetically designed business are not necessarily interested in spending hours and hours sitting, doing their payments technology, you know, doing the books, etc. I mean, she's very lucky that she's got Nico actually who can do that for her. Um, but lots of independent business people can be quite terrified by technology. They look at it and they think, I'm just going to take cash because taking cards seems complicated. It seems difficult. It seems expensive. So with Square, we wanted to make it seem simple. We wanted to make it affordable and we wanted to make it easy. Lovely. And of course, the thing that I love about Square is it you can just take money wherever you are. So if you're doing street food, pop-ups, markets, this is where kind of Square comes into its own. Absolutely. We've got no monthly contract fees, which is really, really good for businesses that aren't quite sure what it's going to look like for the first six months, 12 months, or maybe a seasonal business who only takes money in the summer, not in the winter, or you might be a snow clearing business who really not got a lot of business at this time of year. So uh, with Square, you really pay as you go. So you just take the payments when you take the payments and you pay your set fee of 1.75% or 2.5%. Um, so in, it's a mobile card reader and it, it works alongside your mobile phone. And that's another reason that it's so affordable is that we don't have to sell you a big piece of technology. You can just use that kind of supercomputer that's already in your in your pocket alongside the square reader. And the two of them paired together is your payment terminal. That's your point of sale. So whether you're up a mountain or you're in a street market <laughs> or you're, you're doing ha mobile hairdressing at someone's house, you can take payments on the go. Amazing. I kind of feel like saying, where do I pay? I'm kind of like desperate to pay somebody right now. Maybe Murphy, but he's still quietly resting down there. One thing I know that Square deals a lot with, and this is something that relates on to Collective, is you are on the high street, you're above the high street. I mean, I know you're not necessarily kind of shop retail, but there's lots of talk at the moment about the high street, people taking space, the rent and the rates that kind of come with that. As a physical business at Hunter Collective, how have you found especially level of rents in Farringdon, how have you found, have you just built this into the business model and is it sustainable? So originally we were looking at a different location and the rates basically changed at the latter end of our business plan and we were in talks with a landlord and I actually had to ring up, you know, the government body that were changing the rates and just said, You're, you've now basically killed my business and I've now got to stop everything that I'm doing because you've tripled or quadrupled my rates overnight. Farringdon was one of the hardest hit areas in the UK. So I think it's a huge point for us and it impacted us massively. But yeah, of course, you kind of take a step back, you read your numbers or, you know, Nico redoes the numbers and, and you make it work and you attack it from a different angle. But yeah, I think across the UK, that's, it's having a huge, it's having a huge impact. But we were, we were quite savvy I think with what we could see was coming and we haven't taken a, a retail space we've actually taken a second floor unit and that that gave us two things which is exclusivity beautiful natural light and you know space that other people just wouldn't have thought of having you know we took an architect's office and turned it into a salon so it's quite a unique space but but from a numbers side I'll let Nico explain but it was a yeah it was a huge impact on us. Mm. And just on that, Nico, I know you're going to go through the figures. Would you ever consider going into retail space? Because what you do tends to be in a retail frontage type 
outfit. Is that I, something you would consider in the future? No, I do. I think the success of Hunter Collective has been the fact that it it isn't. You can't. People can't walk past and see you getting your hair done. And I think that level of exclusivity um, is something you don't find elsewhere. And it's also something that's really helped us with the event side of our business. So we do a lot of events for big brands. You know, we had Weller in yesterday filming a new commercial. Um, and they're not going to do that on an on-street um, salon because they don't want people seeing their new products. Whereas we've got a space that's kitted out as a salon that they can come and use. So being off the floor has really driven our business. Um, and that kind of, you know, when you talk about small businesses, having the ability to do that really helped us keep the lights on as we were getting the member numbers up to where they are now. Um, so it was very important. All right. So flexibility in the plan. And where is the plan going next? So uh, in a couple of years time, where are we going to see Hunter Collective? Well, I say this with a massive smile on my face, um, but we, we intended from day one to take it global. We want to roll out this concept everywhere and every, you know, starting with every uh, major fashion capital and then moving into every capital. We just think that we can help so many incredible freelancers. And when we say we want to evolve the industry and take it forward, um, we mean it. So, uh, so yeah, we have very uh, strong and high hopes for our we might start business. with the next floor in the building first. Though. Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, in a more domestic sense, we'll be taking another floor <laughs> in the building because we, because we, we want, that's what we're going to do. Although um, annoyingly, you'd pay double the rates because it has a communal staircase. Really? Yeah. yeah. So because it has a communal staircase, the rates are immediately doubled. Well, because you pay separate rates for each floor, as I understand it. But we're, yeah, we're looking into that. So again, you're just factoring it in to say, we just need to work this into uh, our figures and do work your homework. Around. Okay. Yeah. Do your right. homework. Yeah. Yeah. Understanding. Yeah. Day. That was the biggest thing. Understanding what the costs were at the very beginning and, and not having any surprises. And yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm quite a kind of like gun ho. Yeah, let's go. And it's very important to have that more conservative numbers background, um, which is why. Nico is here. <laughs> Which is lovely because I do sit before before two co-founders who, and you do get this lovely idea that it is creative and numerical. So it is this kind of when your idea is, come on, let's be so creative. And Nico says, Lacey, actually, I need to pull you back a bit. So it is clearly working very well. And uh, I think we're both learning the other side as well, slowly. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I can talk about balayage now and yeah. Lacey knows what our figures are. Yeah, and so. it's catchy. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and to be taken seriously as a co-founder, what I would say is to anyone out there who is on the creative side of their co-partnership, know your numbers as best you can. So I do tend to walk around with the printout of my key figures, even though I can't Excellent. remember them. Um, it is for my own confidence in the business that I, I am aware. And it's important for Nico when he sits down with our experts that when they talk to him about the day-to-day -day running of their businesses, that he doesn't just sort of stare off into the distance because it's not, you know, something that he's comfortable with. He's very comfortable with that and he's had a very sharp learning curve. So, so yeah, I think we've both kind of taken on each other's uh, interests. I love it. You are a testament to people starting businesses together. <laughs> you really are. It's working incredibly well for you. Domestically, you're benefiting from Square kind of helping you out. Take on that other floor, then go global. <laughs> it's been a pleasure listening to you. It's been a pleasure having Murphy under the table here. Hunter Collective and Square, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. That was the small business sessions from Enterprise Nation powered by Zero. Go to enterprisenation.com forward slash podcast to find out more. And big thanks to audio and podcast production service Podraffy for producing this show. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and please do leave a review. See you next time.